How we doing, everybody? This is the Trades and KJ's Locker Room Chat. Uh, Kaylee's gone this week, so all you got is a little bit of trade. She's her uh, uninterrupted. Let's see how long it'll last. Let's see how long the podcast will last. As much news as we got. Uh, looking at our news front today, we're going to have some NBA, we're going to have some NFL, MLB, possibly some NHL. I don't know what Kaylee's allowed to do and talk about it. We'll see. A little bit of golf here. I don't know. We'll see what kind of news we got. We'll see what's going on in the world of sports. What's talked about on Twitter this week. I don't know. We're part of the hypocrites. We get on Twitter. We'll see what's going on. So we're going to start here in the NFL front right now. Looking at the NFL, uh, Mahomes and the Chiefs right now. This is a headline this morning. Mahomes and the Chiefs, they're aiming to seize the moment with a repeat. So they're hoping to get some big signs in. Get some guys and hopefully win back to back Super Bowls. I can see it happening. It's hard. It's hard for anybody to really think that Mahomes is going to drop it. It just seems like Mahomes is going to stay right there. And so, him saying, yeah, we're going to repeat. We're going to have that momentum to repeat. I'm not really worried. Mahomes is going to be that guy. He's going to take care of it. Uh, the Jaguars and Evan Ingram. Finally, they reached their deal. They reached a three-year deal. So, huge money there. Uh, deal's worth $41.25 million and includes a $24 million fully guaranteed. Great uh, wide, or great tight end, worth the money. Set career high in catches with 73 and 766 uh, receiving yards last year with four touchdowns. So, deserves money for a guy who could lose last year for Jacksonville. They're looking to repeat as AFC South champions, so look for them to be that underdog in the playoffs again coming up this next season. Uh, right now, still no long-term deal right now for Saquon Barkley and Josh Jacobs. Saquon Barkley, I think, deserves that big contract for Josh Jacobs. Yeah, Josh Jacobs was a first-team All-Pro last year with the Raiders, uh, but I still... I see the potential of Saquon Barkley. We finally saw him with a full, healthy season. Wasn't under the injury bug. And I think seeing that really helps us open our eyes. And this was the guy that the Giants were getting out of San Francisco. And that's why I think he deserves that money. I I agree with the running backs. I've, I've seen some stuff and I've seen some posts. And the running backs really in the NFL are underappreciated for their value. They don't make the, the same type of money that your quarterback makes, that your uh, best offensive lineman makes, that your best wide receiver makes, even your second best wide receiver. But the running back still is what makes the engine go. They set the tone of the game. You have a great running back, and he makes that first pop in the game, gets you 15 yards, that sets that tone in that game. So the running backs are still utterly important, but it's like the NFL and owners and everything like that still make it seem like they're replaceable. And that's what kind of sucks to see. So I'm with the running backs on that one. I think Saquon Barkley deserves the money that he's getting or what he's asking for. And I hope he gets it. I hope the Giants see that Saquon Barkley, having him healthy is what really helped Daniel Jones this last season really produce out there in the field. Looking down our news here in the NFL, uh, they're expecting this next season to be Tony Pollard's last season. Cowboys. The Cowboys, like we're talking about, running back, they're, he 
you just believe they're replaceable, so they just let them keep walking in and out the door, in and out the door. The, the Cowboys have had some struggles running back. Ezekiel Elliott has kind of been on a down slope, so that's not good news for the Cowboys. We've seen that they struggle in the running back in the playoffs and be really successful in the playoffs for being such a historic franchise. Uh, in, I guess, not-so-good news, Titans, uh, Rashad Weaver, linebacker, has been uh, sent to, well, he's got an assault charge right now. Misdemeanor, simple assault charge. It was dropped. So good to see. Not so good to see. Good to see. He was tied up in the wrong stuff, and that's not good to see. It's never good to see a professional athlete get tied up in that kind of stuff because you don't know what actually happened. But in this case, looks like everything was good. So hopefully it just goes by the wayside. Rashad Weaver's able to go back to the Titans and just put it all behind him and let this next season be great for him. Uh, looking at some more news here. In bigger news, uh, DeAndre Hopkins has signed with the Titans. A two-year deal up to $15 million this first year. Uh, could reach 15 with incentives guaranteed a base salary of 12 so big news for the titans maybe they got rid of aj brown and that was a big mistake by the titans getting rid of aj brown and now adding a guy like deandre hopkins maybe that adds another uh target for a guy like brian Tannehill or for some of these other guys to step in we don't know who's going to step in yet to be that starting quarterback down there but we'll wait and see but right now it's Tannehill's team that's going to give him another target out there that's about it for what we got in NFL today. Uh, looking at here, we'll flip it over to NFC and it looks like good news for the Dodgers Clayton Kershaw is that he was looks like he was very pleased with his bullpen session and hopefully he's going to turn on their return pretty soon here. He went out with some left shoulder inflammation. Hasn't pitched since June 27th, so hopefully this is the sign that he's going to be coming back here soon. This is a Dodgers team that can really use him out there in this rotation. Uh, he threw 30 pitches, a little above 30 pitches is what they said, and he used his entire pitch group, so that's good to see. He got everything back. He's got his curve, got his breaking balls, his curveball, everything like that. Good to see a guy like Clayton Kershaw. Hopefully it makes his way back this year. Uh, he's got a 10-4 and record this year right now. It's 2.55 ERA and 60. So, big numbers out of him. Uh, hopefully, this is the sign that he's going to be coming back and the Dodgers can get that pitching depth back for him. Padres. Uh, let's see. The Padres, as of today, did also DFA uh, Logan Odor and they demoted Austin Nola. So, big news from the Padres, a team that's falling apart out there. Big news that they're starting to kind of let guys go. Uh, the Braves did agree with catcher Travis Darno. They did agree finally on a, a deal, $8 million deal for 2024. So big news to have that backup catcher, that veteran presence back there for Sean Murphy to really learn from with the Braves. Uh, with that, let's jump over to...
right now, Tampa Bay Rays sitting at number one in the AL East with a 60-38 and 38 record. The Orioles are chasing them right now, though. They're, they're giving her all she's got. Uh, 57 and 37 right now. They're only one. They're actually better in the losses right now than the Rays. There's a few games left to play here. Uh, one game back of them right now. The Toronto Blue Jays coming in at 53 and 42. They're five and a half games back. The Red Sox 51 and 44. Seven and a half games back of the Blue Jays right now. And the Yankees, for the first time in last place in years, are sitting at 50 and 45. They are at eight and a half games back. It sucks to see for a Yankees team that had so much promise going into the season. Injury has plagued them. But that's what you get when you try to go with more of a veteran-prone uh, offense. Is that You get that injury bug. You got Josh Donaldson, he's injured. Judge has been out injured. John Carlos Stanton hasn't been back to what they were hoping for. So just some injury front news for the Yankees that they're living with a little bit here. Looking at our AL Central right now, a struggling AL Central, if I may add. Minnesota Twins right now coming in one game above 500, 48 and 47. The Cleveland Guardians at 47 and 48, one game back. The Tigers coming in at five and a half games back of the Twins at 42 and 52. The Chicago White Sox, they're not even out of it yet. 40 and 56, eight and a half games back in the Central. And the Kansas City Royals, 20 and a half games back, 28 and 68. The AL Central has been struggling this season. You look at teams like the Yankees, you move them, they're in last place in the Central. You move them into the Central, they're in first place right now by uh, six games right now. So just you're looking at the difference there, and that is just crazy to see just what the difference would be. The AL West right now, the Rangers coming in at 57-39. and 39. They are up in the West right now by four games over the Houston Astros, who are coming in at 52 and 49. The Seattle Mariners coming in next at 47 and 46, eight and a half games back. The Angels, nine and a half games back. Shoei is trying to will the Angels along as long as he can. 47 and 48. And the Oakland Athletics, <laughs> the struggling Oakland Athletics, are coming in at 25 and 71, 32 games back of them. Right now, for the power rankings, coming in in the American League, the Rays, right now the Rays, I'd have them coming in at 60 and 38 right now, playing some great baseball. Next, I would have the Baltimore Orioles. Lost two in a row as of today, but they are have been rolling before that, 8 and 2 over their last 10. 57 and 37 overall right now. So I would take the Rays, then the Orioles, then the Rangers coming in, 57 and 39. Then I'm taking in the Blue Jays coming in at 53 and 42. The uh, Mariners, uh, no, I wouldn't even know. The Houston Astros, I'd bring them in next at 52 and 42. Then I'm going back up to the AL East and I'm taking the Red Sox at 51 and 44. Then I'm bringing in the Yankees at 50 and 45. The Mariners coming in at 47 and 46. Then we'll finally get our first AL Minnesota Twins coming in at 48-47 right now. The Cleveland Guardians at 47-48. and 48. Then we have the Mariners coming in at 47-46. and 46. The Angels at 47-48. and 48. Then the Tigers at 42-52. and 52. The White Sox at 40-56. and 56. Then we're going to bring in our Kansas City Royals just a little bit above the Oakland 
Athletics right now, 28-68. Then the Athletics coming in last at 25-71. Looking over into our National League, in the East right now, the Braves, by far the best team in the uh, National League, if not all of MLB baseball right now. They're coming in at 61-32. and 32. The Phillies coming in next at 52-42. and 42. Marlins at 53 and 44, the Mets at 44 and 50, and the Nationals coming in last at 38 and 57. Looking into our Central Division right now, we have the Brewers coming in at 52 and 43, been hot as of late. The Reds cooling off a little bit after the All Star break. They're 50 and 45 right now. The Chicago Cubs at 44 and 50. They're seven and a half games back right now. The St. Louis Cardinals actually jumped out of the last place in the division. They have moved up to second in the last. They're at 42 and 53 right now, 10 games back of the Brewers. And the Pittsburgh Pirates in last place, 41 and 54. They've been cooling off a lot, 1 and 9 in the last 10. They're 11 and games back of the Blue right now. Looking into our West, actually, we've had some leapfrog going on in the West right now. The Los Angeles Dodgers have jumped into first place, 55 and 39 overall. The San Francisco Giants have come and come from behind and 7-3, and won six in a row as of Tuesday here. They have moved their way to two games back of the Dodgers for first place. The Arizona Diamondbacks have dropped to third place in the division. They're two and a half games back, 53-42 and overall. San Diego Padres, they've been struggling this season so far, but have been a little bit better as of late at 6-4. and They're 45-50, and 10 and a half games back of the first place Dodgers. And the Rockies coming in last there at 36 and 58, 19 games back. Right now, if we're looking at power rankings for the National League, we're going to have to take the Atlanta Braves with our one spot right now. The Dodgers coming in at our two spot. In our three spot, we're going to be looking for the Milwaukee Brewers right now at 52 and 43. They've been hot as of late, have taken two series from the Cincinnati Reds who were rolling. So good to see from a uh, central team finally putting a record together compared to the rest. Uh, San Francisco Giants, I'm bringing them in next. 53-41, and 41, they've been hot. I'm bringing them in there. The Phillies coming in next. They're at 52-42. and 42. Then we're going to take the Arizona Diamondbacks at 53-42. and 42. Miami Marlins at 53-44. and 44. The Cincinnati Reds coming in at 50-45. and 45. Then we're going to go to our pesky San Diego Padres at 50 or 45 and 50. Our Chicago Cubs at 44 and 50. Then we're going to roll with the New York Mets at 44 and 50 overall. The Cardinals coming in at 42 and 50. The, the Pirates at 41 and 54. Then we're going to roll to the Nationals at 38 and 57. And then down to our last place, Rockies at 36 and so right now, looking at our uh, overall standings right now, kind of what we expected to see, what we've been seeing all season, the Rays kind of running away with the AL. They've been dominant, but they're being chased by the Orioles right now. So it's good to see a team like the Orioles jumping in there. And the Rangers, the Astros finally starting to get healthy. They're jumping into it. The Braves, they've been hot. There's nothing you can do about the Braves. They've been rolling all season long here. They got a loaded up lineup. They got a loaded up starting pitching staff, if they get healthy, they're going to be even more potent. Uh, the Phillies have been hot as of late. 
They're trying to catch the Braves out there. Uh, the Brewers, they've been hot. They have two dates with the Braves this month, so they're looking for those to be some marquee matchups, some great pitching uh, uh, performances in those series. The Dodgers and the Giants and the Diamondbacks. That West is getting crowded up there at the top of those leagues. So good to see some tight division races here to start the second half, leading up to the trade deadline. See what happens. It's a long season yet. A lot of games left to go. So great news there. Looking at our wild card front right now, uh, right now the Orioles are in our number one spot, followed by the Blue Jays and the Astros. Looking in our three spots, four wild card spots. The National League, we have the Giants, followed by the Diamondbacks, followed by the Phillies. So right now the NL Central second place team would not get into the playoffs right now. The Reds are sitting next to them, fifth spot, two and a half games back of the number one spot in the wild card race right now. Uh, looking across the league, we're going to flip it over to the NBA, and we'll see what kind of NBA news we have right now. Uh, Harden, we're, we're still in the news about James Harden. I don't know what Harden wants. I've heard a lot of perspectives on what Harden wants, and I've heard a lot of perspectives of what Harden doesn't want. I think don't really believe Harden cares if he wins a championship or not. In Philly, that might be his best shot for a championship. We know this, we've seen this, but yet he still has got that thing where he wants to go down to Houston. He wants to go to the Rockets. Well, the Rockets have potential. They have a decent team down in Houston, but they don't have the star power of what, uh, what Philly has. And looking at that, it kind of makes you wonder what James Harden really wants. Does he just want to Make his money, score some buckets, and then go out on the town because he'd want to have the long off season. I don't know. We're we're kind of we're seeing this play out, and we're kind of waiting to see what Philly does. Philly is they're they're good with okay. We're gonna trade you. We're gonna see what we can do. But who really is going to jump on the James Harden train? Because you know if you're getting the James Harden, then that's a guy he can get you buckets, but he can add a little bit of um, not so good mojo room to your lineup. So we'll see what Philly and what James Harden come to an agreement with. Maybe he stays in Philly. Maybe they convince him. Maybe Joel Embiid, Tyrese Maxey. I don't think we've seen the best of Tyrese Maxey yet. So I think having a guy like Harden with Tyrese Maxey and still Joel Embiid, I think that that's still a potent lineup. So we'll see what they kind of add and see what happens here. Along the lines here, uh, looking at it, Miles Bridges did come out finally, and he did apologize for the pain and embarrassment he caused in his domestic violence investigation. They kept him out of the league in that case. So hopefully the Hornets, Miles Bridges, finally come out and talking with. Hopefully he can rebuild that chemistry with his teammates, come back, and hopefully that uh, creates a good atmosphere with the Hornets. Not having a guy like him last year, that was a huge downfall for him. Uh, he pleaded no contest apparently, in November to a felony charge that stemmed from accusations that he assaulted the mother of his children in front of his family. So, not a good look for Miles Bridges there, and he came out and apologized. He had three, he had three years of probation. Uh, they handed a 30-game suspension down to him earlier this offseason. So, we'll look to see what comes out of this investigation and look to see what kind of things he has to report and if he does get back to the 
what happened. Uh, it looks like Summer League, the Cavs won, the Cavaliers won the, uh, the Summer League title in basketball. So it's good to see the Cleveland Cavaliers, some of these young guys. Isaiah Mobley actually led them to the finals there with 28 points and 11 rebounds. So a big win for the Cavaliers. Hopefully that shows something to come here in the future for the Cavs. Sam Merrill scored 27 points, making him 6 of 12 from downtown. And Amani Bates actually added 19 points for the Cavaliers. So good numbers out of those guys. Hopefully that's some potential ads for the Cavaliers on their NBA roster going into this next season. Uh, it looks like Steph Curry made the news outside of basketball. He actually won the American Century Championship with the Eagle on the 18th uh, hole. He made an 18-foot putt for the Eagle on the final hole of the winning team. I... If you haven't watched the highlights from that, watch the highlights. Watch Steph Curry golf. If NBA doesn't work out for him, which I think it is, but if it doesn't work out for him, he's got a future in the NBA. And maybe when he retires from the NBA, maybe he'll just go jump on the PGA circuit because I think he could win. I think he'd put up a good fight against some of these guys. Uh, Michael Madden. I wonder if he's got some more news in the NBA. The Suns did add Boy Boyle to their lineup and also trade Cameron Pitt. Uh, Cameron Payne actually got traded, and they got some picks for him. So uh, they traded them. They traded Cameron Payne and a future second-round pick to the San Antonio Spurs for exchange for future unprotected uh, second-rounders and acquired three future second-round picks from the Orlando Magic in the exchange for future first-round picks. So the Suns making some news there with some uh, movement there. Hopefully Bull Boyle makes a good impression on the Suns. He could be a dominant force, a big man for the Suns here coming up this season. Looking at our NHL news, who do we got here? Um, they're talking that the NHL, there was some talk about the NHL. They were going to have a in-season tournament. They were talking about it, but it turns out the NHL has actually shot that down pretty darn fast, and they said we're not doing it. In the NBA front, the uh, NBA commissioner, Adam Silver, did say they were going to do a European Cup-style competition that they would host starting this coming season. So that could be, it could be a huge uh, ad and maybe get some more viewership in the NBA. That's what they were in last year. Maybe that's what they're trying to get out of this. They did say that they, which will not count towards the team's season record, the winning team will be rewarded the NBA Cup, and the players on the team will receive $500,000 with other financial prizes being given to runner-ups. So that's big for the NBA, but the NHL said, nah, we're not doing it. We're not doing that kind of stuff. They're not there yet. They just don't want to get into that mess. They don't want to get into the mess of trying to get players out there, have players with potential futures that they can set and work on fixing things. That's how it's going to be. Uh, looking down at hockey here, it looks like the Flames are going to retire a former goalie to replace number 34 number 9 with Mark Stahl. So 
you're a fan of the Calgary Flames, you have a date. Uh, look out for this one. They're going to be playing the Penguins. So Sidney Crosby will be in town and he will be watching your man be growing up in Rapids. So good news for them there. Uh, it looks like the Colorado Avalanche have signed Ross Colton to a four-year contract. Uh, the deal is worth 16 mil with 4 mil annual salary cap hit, according to the report. So, so big news for the Colorado Avalanche to get Colton back in the saddle, get him back out there. The Jets have re-signed, the Winnipeg Jets have re-signed Morgan Barron to a two-year, $2.7 million contract. Uh, he set a single-season career high last year in goals, assists, points, and penalty minutes in 70 games. So they signed back a guy who's coming off a career year last year, so that's big news for the Winnipeg Jets. Let's see what we got here. In some trade news, the Red Wings did trade. They got forward Alex Dabrinkit, and the Senators got forward Dominique Kublai and Donovan Sabrango and a conditional 2024 first-round pick and a 2024 fourth-round pick in return. So that's a good trade between the two. The Wild, in a July 2nd trade, the Wild got forward Pat Maroon and Max Pajrak, and the Lightning got a 2024 seventh-round pick for those two. The Sharks and Panthers struck a deal. Uh, the Sharks sent forward Anthony Duclair, uh, to the Panthers, or they got Anthony Duclair from the Panthers. The Panthers got Stephen Laurent and 2025 fifth-round pick. So some big trade news coming out of the NHL. Looking at the NHL yet, 2023-2024 schedule release, opening night, can't miss game. They have an opening night triple header at 5.30 p.m., the Nashville Predators will be visiting the Tampa Bay Lightning, followed up by the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, they will be playing the Pittsburgh Penguins, and then the Vegas Golden Knights will uh, be putting up their first Stanley Cup banner at home against the Seattle Kraken. So look for some big games there. 16 games every uh, 32 teams every 15 minutes. They start uh, on Tuesday, October 24th. The NHL is going all in with 16 games featuring all 32 teams. The night starts with the Toronto Maple Leafs visit the Capitals at 6, followed by the Ducks and the uh, Blue Jackets at 6:30. Uh, after the puck drop in Columbus, a new game will start every 15 minutes until 9:15. So the matchups for that night are looking like the Maple Leafs and the Capitals, the Ducks and the Blue Jackets, the Sabres and the Senators, the Hurricane and the Lightning, the Devils and the Canadians, the Stars and the Penguins, then the Sharks and the Panthers to tip it off. Then we have the Avalanche and Islanders, the Kraken and the Red Wings, the Bruins and the Blackhawks, the Blues and Jets, then the Oilers and the Wild will tip off, the Canucks and the Predators, the Rangers and the Flames, the Coyotes and the Kings, and then the Flyers and the Knights to tip off. And then we have one uh, 2024 Winter Classic on January 1st. The Golden Knights will be visiting the Seattle Kraken at T-Mobile Park, home of the Mariners. So look for that. to be It's an outdoor game. Look for it to be a heck of a game. Uh, Thanksgiving game this year, 15 
24th. Red Wings will be at the Bruins, and the Rangers will be at the Flyers, all the way to the Canucks are playing at the and then we got some global series of action to talk about. They're going to be played in Europe. And then there will be 12 games in Sweden. Uh, so looking like some huge games there. Get a little bit of uh, foreign viewership out of America. It looks like there could be some can't-miss games down the stretch here. So great news out of the NHL. Got the schedule updated. Good to see. Flipping our script here and going over to some golfing. Going into the 151st Open Championship, Rory McIlroy will play the first two rounds uh, with champion John Robb and former number one ranked golfer Justin Rose. So look for that to be a huge grouping right there. Cameron Smith, guilty off with Wyndham Clark and Xander Shuffle. And then Scotty Scheffler will tip off with Tommy Fleetwood and Adam other featured groups down the line here, Jordan Spieth and Matt Fitzpatrick, Jason Day, they're going to tip off together. Cantley and Brooks Kepka, uh, Matasuma, Victor Hoyland, and Banu, Justin Thomas, those guys will all tip off together. And Morikawa, Homa, and Patton will tip off together. Some huge pairings there for the Open Championship. And then we'll flip it over here, and we'll roll right into the WNBA. We're heating up right now. We're getting hot in the WNBA. Right now, looking at WNBA standings right now. In the league standings right now, overall, 19-2 and two are the Las Vegas Aces. They are 11-0 and 0 at home, and the only two losses, actually, are coming on the road. So some big numbers out of the Aces. The New York Liberty, they're coming in at 14-4 and four overall. And they are three and a half games back of that first spot. The Connecticut Sun at 15 and five overall, three and a half games back, right there with the Liberty. Atlanta Dream, 12 and eight overall right now, six and a half games back of the Aces. The Washington Mystics, they're coming in seven games back at 11 and eight. The Dallas Wings at 11 and nine. The Minnesota Lynx are coming in next at nine and 12. Chicago Sky, they're in at eight and 12. The Los Angeles Sparks. They're coming in at 7 and 13. The Indiana Fever at 5 and 15. The Phoenix Mercury at 4 and 15 overall. And the Seattle Storm at 4 and 16 overall right now. So that's about it for WNBA standings and news right now. I think that is about all we got right now for the in the world of sports. about it right now for the world of sports news. Uh, I have seen some rumors, though, that the Yankees are interested in Shohei Otani and the Angels are interested in possibly shopping Shohei Otani if the right offer comes across the board. But I would hate to see what the offer has to be for Shohei in, in to any other organization. And you got to remember, with a guy like 
like that, you're getting a rent increase. If you ship him and you get him, you're getting a rent increase. So that's something to see. Um, but that looks to be about it that we have for big news in the world of shorts. A little short this week. Uh, Kaylee's gone. She'll be back next week. We'll be a little bit more organized. We'll get a little bit better. I hope I did okay for you guys. I hope we kept you entertained for this little bit that we had. I hope you got caught up on some sporting news that are going on. So with that, I will be checking out for the day. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the Sixers Pager Daily Locker Room Chats. We'll catch you on the flip side. Peace.